Hey guys, welcome back to the Tar Pit Podcast. I'm your host, Emma. I'm Evie. And I'm Adam. And we're at episode 10 of season 35. M, where does this episode start out? This episode starts out with a flight to Stockholm, Sweden. And for those who don't know, Stockholm is made up of a bunch of tiny different islands. And once the teams land at the airport, they have to get in a car and they have to go to a specific island, one of the many islands that makes up Stockholm. And they have to go to a spot on this island where they pick a number based on the order that they arrive. And the order is for a skydiving challenge. And this skydiving challenge is unique because... Because both team members have to do it. Right. So instead of one person from the team doing it, they're both doing it. Like my dad said, you have to go pick a number and that says which order you're jumping out of the plane. A lot of teams ran past where the numbers are because it's not the traditional red, yellow, black colors and it's blue. It was blue. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I would have looked for it. And it wasn't big either. It was just a little it board with some numbers. tiny little numbers hanging off the, like the road blocker. And I think I would have went past it too even because I would have mm-hmm. looked for red, yellow, and black. And Greg and John were the first ones there and they ran right past it mm-hmm. and they ended up being third. And Joel and Garrett got the chance to move up to first. Because they saw it right away, whereas two other teams before them had past it. They get their turn and at five o'clock in the morning, they take their turn to do the skydiving. They're all on the plane, but they have a turn of when they can jump out. And so the first team goes first, second team goes second, and they land and they have to go to what will be a boathouse for a clue. As they're skydiving, you can see a little interview with a certain team member. (laughs) It was a funny before and after. (laughs) Ashley. Ashley. And she was really freaked freaked out. out. Yeah. Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. She was really freaked out before and as they were about to jump. And then as they're jumping, though, she she, started having fun. Yeah. You can tell she was letting loose. And then she landed and she said she loved it. Mm -hmm. And she said that she wanted to do it again. I want to go skydiving. That would be cool. So I, I think everybody had a good time, though. I mean, I think she was the most freaked out mm-hmm. by having to do it. But I think everyone did it. And I think everyone enjoyed it. I, it seemed like everyone really enjoyed it. There were some people that said they wouldn't do it again. But like they were glad they did it. Yeah. The one and done kind of thing. Like I did it. I've done it. I'm good. Yeah. Like back to Ashley, like the before and after, like Jiminy Cricket. Let's do that again. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she, that was funny. So they all land from the skydiving challenge and they go to the boathouse and they are taking a small boat and they go to this spot where they have a roadblock and it's called Who Wants to Party? And they have to build and erect a maypole. What is a maypole? A maypole is kind of that cross-looking thing that they had to build on and it has two wreaths hanging from it and you put together a bunch of plants and vines and different things to celebrate summer, really. That's what you're doing. You're celebrating summer because midsummer is a point during the summer in Sweden and other countries where you have the most sunlight during the day. So there really is only like half an hour, an hour of darkness, if that. Mm -hmm. And so they are celebrating it in a place that's traditionally quite dark during fall and winter. And so it's the point where there's the longest point uh, sunlight for the day. And so they get to the maypole and they have to build wreaths for the maypole and do a dance. And Rob and Corey decide to do what? They decide to use the express pass and skip it because they know that every team has to stop and do the roadblock. 
Right. So they know that every team's going to have to do this. So they are taking advantage of that express pass and they're going to try to get an edge on the other teams at this point. Anna Lee was the first to complete it, though. She built the race and she was the first one to do it. Joel and Garrett had to do it a second time. And Mm -hmm. so did, uh, I'm sorry, Garrett and Greg had to do it a second time. Garrett. Greg was doing it for Greg and John and Garrett was doing it for Joel and Garrett. And they both had to do it a second time after their first check. Annalie got it pretty fast, though. And Mm -hmm. so Rob and Corey, like they didn't get much of a lead. So they did. She she did get through it quite quickly. And they show her and they show Rob and Corey move on to the next thing. And they really weren't getting much of a lead like they had hoped because Anna Lee really was cruising through that wreath challenge. I think that it's okay that they didn't get that much of a lead, though, because then Rob and Corey and Ashley, or Rob and Corey and Steve and Anna Lee were working together for the rest of the leg. So in some ways it benefited. Yep. Anna Lee and Steve leave the Maypole challenge. They then have to go to the Royal Theater. And at this point, Rob and Corey are already on their way, if not just arriving. And so they have to find a violinist inside this big auditorium for the next clue. And Ashley, unfortunately, was the last one to get the Maypole done, mm-hmm. uh, Maypole challenge. She had tried a couple times and it was just not working for her. And so she... It didn't take her a couple tries. She was just really focused on getting the bass down and she could have done it in way less time than it took her if she realized that she didn't really have to get that thick of a base and just had to throw on leaves and put on some flowers and also there wasn't like a serious pattern to it Mm -hmm. like some of the other challenges where you have to have eight of this kind of flower and 12 of this kind or something you just had to have the same amount of flowers and leaves on it and so it was a little less intricate than some of the other things they've had to do in the past Mm -hmm. and but it did take her a while uh, to get it done and so she was the last to leave, the last team, her and Todd, from the Maypole. And the other teams are, at this point, are making their way to the Royal Theater, and they had to find the violinist. And we see, at this point, too, that the Express Pass didn't really put Rob and Corey ahead all that much. The team work, though, between Steve and Anna Lee and Rob and Corey is really starting to show. So Steve and Anna Lee arrive to the theater at the point where Rob and Corey are just starting out. And so they're really starting at the same spot and they're Mm -hmm. trying to work together and get this figured out. The funniest moment. They got on a bus. uh, uh, They're about to. Well, they sat down on the bus and then Rob and Corey like got on the bus before it was about to leave to pull them off and say, this isn't a subway. Right. So they left. And uh, and at that point, it just kind of solidified the teamwork that they were having between the two teams. Yeah. Like they were like working together, like throughout like the whole leg. Throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the leg. You're right. Yeah. They were working closely together. And uh, Todd and Ashley, though, when they left the Royal Theater, were taking some kind of subway, I think, to the next detour spot or to get a clue for the next detour spot. And so they were getting a little upset, but trying to talk themselves down about being in last place. And Ashley... (laughs) Todd uh, was like, we are so blessed to be here and we just have to remember that. And Ashley was like, that's what losers say. Yeah, that's what people who are losing say. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of funny because in some ways it's true. Like you want to be positive, but at the same time, you know, when you're in that spot, you're like, yeah, that's what people say when they're losing. So I, I get it. I get where they're both at. That was funny. So they have to go to... They make their way to the detour, sort or cert. Sort, you have to sort different materials into recycling because 
Stockholm, Sweden is really eco-focused. They recycle almost 99% of their materials. And then the other side of the detour, serve, is you just serve food to former Nobel Prize winners. But the dishes are from different time periods, and you have to remember the names and then give it to your partner in the kitchen. So one is very physical, right? Mm-hmm. The recycling. They get a household of trash. <laughs> like a fridge, tires. A ton of stuff, right? A ton of different things. And they have to sort through that and take it to all these different stations at this huge recycling center. Almost everybody did the sorting. Only Greg and John did serve. And the serve challenge, as Emma said, was a challenge that kind of highlighted the fact that the Nobel Peace Prize is in Stockholm. Not Um, just the Peace Prize, all of them. Well, right. Yeah, the Nobel Prize, sorry. Uh, It's in Stockholm. It was created there and is hosted there every year. And they had the menu of past dinners for Nobel nominees and Nobel winners. And they had name tags and they had people sitting, posing as the brutal people. So they had like Marie Curie Albert and Einstein. Albert Einstein and different people. But it told the year that they got their Nobel Prize. And what Greg and John had to do was look at the menu for that year and take them the three courses for those years. And there's four people from four different years sitting mm-hmm. at each table. So it was a big memorization challenge. Greg was excited because all the dishes were in French, and he speaks French, and John speaks a little bit of French, too, so it was easy for them. Yeah, I think that helped them a lot. I think if somebody didn't have that, then not only do you have a memorization challenge, but you have a memorization challenge with the added difficulty of a language barrier, Mm -hmm. and I think that can be hard. But what they did give away, though, is they gave us all tips. They had to remember, like, they only remembered one word, like either the first word or the last word of each dish. And there were three courses that you had to bring out. Right. So what they did, because one was the server and one was the runner. Mm-hmm. So one was back with the food and one was the server who figured out what the menu was and would go back and tell the runner what to get. And so what they did, though, is they looked for a very unique word um, in the dish. Mm-hmm. And then they went and that's how they would remember what it was, or at least relay to each other what it was, they would look for a word that wasn't in the other dishes that was very unique. And it was made it a little bit easier instead of having to memorize a big five-word dish in mm. French. Those desserts looked really good. Like the uh, Charlotte Rachel one, mm, that mm-hmm. one looked really good. Yeah, they looked really good and very fancy. Yeah, like from the Charlotte Rachel, like they only memorized Charlotte. And then like they found that word and then... Yeah, they just kind of kept doing that with every dish. Yeah, and so I think it helped them make things easier and less stressful than trying to memorize the name of the full dish because it was in French. A lot of them had multiple words. There was one that was like six words long. Like, who's remembering that? Yeah, so they were the ones that did serve. Uh, That did take longer, I think, because of their memorization aspect. Um, It looked like sort. People had a pretty easy, not easy time because I'm sure it was physically demanding, but they kind of raced through it, I think, pretty quickly. It was easy to see where everything went. I think so, too. Even though the signs were in Swedish, I think they got the hang of it because you could see what was in those bins eventually, and you kind of knew where things should go. Todd and Ashley, like, they were just having fun. Like, when they, um, like, when they had something, like, they would just, like, smash it in there. Like, with the toilet, like, like, you could just hear it, like, shattering when they, like, just threw it, like, with all their strength. 
Like you could hear like cracking and shattering and it was kind of satisfying. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. She was saying that they'd take out their their frustration, I think, with being sort of in last place at this point, um, take out their frustration on breaking all those things <laughs> when they threw it in. So they had a good good time doing that. And I also noticed, I think their good time doing that is a common thread with some of the teams who realize they're getting toward the end of a leg and they are probably in last place. And I think a lot of the teams make a switch where it's we need to win or stay in the race to let's just try to have fun and enjoy the moment because we know that we're not staying long. Yeah. And I think that's where we've seen that with a couple of the teams recently where they just try to appreciate where they're at. We saw that with Joel and Garrett. And because they were having fun, they weren't so uptight and weren't putting so much pressure on themselves and they ended up getting second to last yeah and i think morgan and lena did that too at the end when they knew that they were down and behind and they were trying to enjoy it a little bit yeah too. like when it was like a foot race with ian and joe and then mm-hmm. robin and chelsea even made a point you know just to have fun with it and just try to relax and just try to go with the flow mm-hmm. so it seems to be a common thread with teams when they they realize that they're probably either last or close to last and trying to enjoy it yeah. Um, so they do the detour. Those are the two options. And at this point, all of the four teams minus Todd and Ashley are finishing at similar times. Steve and Anna Lee and Joel and Garrett are leaving the recycling center area. And they see as they're running and they're trying to find the subway, uh, the next the marina, sorry, they had to go to a marina for the pit stop and they're trying to get directions and they got some pretty yucky directions actually that took them on a wild goose to go chase. To a subway station. Yeah. And as they're running though to get to this place, they merge with John and Greg. Mm-hmm. And so those those teams are really And ahead. Robin Corey. And Robin Corey, yep. Those teams are all kind of ahead of Todd and Ashley at this point. And so you can see there's a there's a difference of where Todd and Ashley are. Robin Corey and Stephen Anna Lee, they were working together, but then um, John and Greg like saw them, so then they went up and like all three teams started working together. Yeah, I think they were working together a little bit, but I I do see like a little bit of an alliance, I guess I would say, with mm-hmm. Steve and Anna Lee and Robin Corey and Robin Corey. Yeah, they kind of mm-hmm. have a little bit of an alliance there, and so that's where. So they were running, trying to get to the next spot, which would be the marina, um, to where there's a clue to go to the pit stop. And the pit stop was at a museum. Mm-hmm. And the museum, uh, so they had to race by subway from the marina to the museum. And the museum... The museum was known for finding this underground like city from where these people were trying to build a parking lot. And as they dug down, they found the ruins of this old city. Yeah, and it was an ancient city that they unearthed, right? And that they built a museum around it. So you go in this museum and you see this really cool city that was underground, but I'm sure at the time it wasn't. But that's kind of cool to see. But that's where the pit stop is, at this museum of this ancient city. And John and Greg, as we said, joined the pack leaders, Mm -hmm. the, the leading teams. Um, And you can see the distinction of Todd and Ashley being behind quite a Mm bit. Um, It becomes a wild goose chase, though, when they get those directions to the museum from the subway. And uh, (laughs) Joel and Garrett, though, 
end um, up meeting up with them. We're able to get ahead of the other teams because the other teams were kind of sent on a wild goose chase a little bit with these directions and it let them jump ahead uh, a little bit. And so it became a foot race to get to the pit stop, the pit stop from the subway to the museum. They were able to get there first. John and uh, Joel and Garrett were Mm -hmm. able to get there first. It came down to a foot race for the top place and it came down to a foot race for who was going to be last because Anna Lee and Steve were running and it looked to me, maybe it was the editing, that Todd and Ashley were gaining ground. Um, And so it came down to who was going to be last. And I think part of that is because Steve looked like he was really struggling at the end with that run, trying to get there. He was struggling as they were running around to find the subway too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was a hard, that was a hard, a lot of uh, physical work for him. And uh, like Anna Lee was just like, kind of like, like, come on, let's go. We're so close. I can see it. And like, he was just like, uh, like he was kind of like, like you guys said, like he was struggling. Yeah. He was trying his best. He was. So we get to the pit stop though at the museum and the teams that got there first were... Joel and Garrett got their first first. They won an Expedia trip to the Galapagos. The Galapagos Islands, right? And the second place team was? The second place team was John and Greg. Third place was Rob and Corey. Steve and Anna Lee got fourth, so they were saved. And then fifth was Todd and Ashley. And they got eliminated. So they did. I, I and they was, were one of the sad. first people that we got to meet yeah. from their first teams. So we had a little special bond with them. But thankfully, they're going to be back and Ooh. talk to us and talk to us about their experience. So that will be right after uh, our podcast. Yeah. Right after this. Next week, we'll be down to four teams. And then we'll be down to final three. Who at this point do you think will get out? I don't know, because in some past seasons, they've done a mega leg as the last two episodes and make all four teams go into the final mm, and then true. one team getting eliminated in the middle. That's true. So we don't know if it will be the final four or the final three. I feel like like it's hard to like decide like who would be like who I think would be um, in the final three, because I know that Robin, Corey and Greg and John definitely will be. I think. I think it's least. in between Joel and Garrett and Steve and Annalee. Yeah, because mm. Steve, like, he was struggling, like, while they were running. And, like, Steve and Annalee, like, Annalee's really physical, right? She, like, goes out for, like, everything. And then Steve has a hard time sometimes. Like, and then Joel and Garrett, but they just got their first first. But Steve and Annalee seemed like, seemed like a really strong team. So it's kind of in between them for me. So between them, you mean of who will stay in the final three? Yeah. Okay. And who will be eliminated? Gotcha. All right. So I who think, do you think will win, though, at this point? Um, Who's going to be the first place team in that final leg? Greg and John or Rob and Corey, I think. I think so, too. I, I say I Greg say and that. John because they've been, like, really getting a lot of firsts mm-hmm. and, like, seconds lately. Yeah. So I feel like it's going to be them. And Rob and Corey got, like, three first in the start right but all it takes is one to win the whole thing that's true you just need one at the end so who knows but i do know that when it comes down to racing if there's ever a foot a foot chase sorry 
or any kind of running required in an activity, Greg and John, Greg and John are going to fly through it because yeah. they have really been running circles around all the teams with that yeah. stuff. So Rob and Corey have been holding their own, though. They're, they have been. They're proving to be a really, really strong team. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Agreed. So, okay. So here's our interview with Todd and Ashley on their last episode. Bye. 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 We are here with Todd and Ashley, the most recent team to leave the Amazing Race. Oh, I know that I don't like the sound of that. (laughs) This is Evie. Overall, tell us about your experience on season 35. Hi, Evie. Nice to talk to you again. I would have to say overall, our experience was an experience of a lifetime. Every single moment, whether the highs and lows, like I said at, at, at the end, I would do it all again in a heartbeat. Um, It's always been a dream of mine to come on this show with Todd. And it was just like the fact that it came true. I I could not be happier. Yeah, I felt just very grateful to be on the show. And just, you know, my heart was full. Although you're disappointed um, in the outcome, not not winning, of course. But um, overall, looking back, I mean, it was amazing. All the places we saw, I, I mean... The fact that I conquered one of the biggest fears of my entire life, I was able to do on the show. I, I never thought in a million years that I would ever jump out of an airplane. But, you know, like we just saw in the last episode, I faced my fear and I, I ended up I'm so proud of myself. But just all those little things, making rice paper. Yeah. Jumping out of the plane, though, I wish you just leave Jiminy Cricket out. Of <laughs> what did he ever do to you? The only thing that came to mind. OK. <laughs> This is Emma. What was each of your most stressful and exciting moments of the race? Hi, Emma. Well, let's see. Uh, most stressful, I would say just the day in, day out uh, stress of, of racing. Um, you know, just the things you can't control, like being in a being in a like a cab, right, where, where he might not necessarily know where he's going and having a language barrier and just not knowing if you're going in the right direction and you just putting your trust and faith in, in people that um, you, you don't even speak the same language. So that was the most stressful for me. I th- I will, I'll agree. I think the most stressful part is um, right. The, the I would probably say the, the 10 to 15 seconds right before we go. So whether that's like we're all bunched up in the airport and we all have to take off at the same time. Um, or or right, at the pit start. Yeah, yeah at the pit start, yeah. like right before you open your clue. That was the most stressful part of each. What about the moment right before you had to jump out of well, the Well, yeah. Well, that, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I, that, that too was probably really crazy. But I think it's just that constant like, okay, we're about to race. And, you know, just that feeling that kind of bubbles up. But then once you hit go, it's just like just a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the most exciting part, what, what would you say yours is? Oh, the most memorable. exciting part is memorable? Oh, hands down, 100% is the skydiving. Oh, my gosh. That was the most amazing thing. Yeah, yeah that looked cool. And, mm-hmm. and being right over Stockholm, Sweden was a pretty, like, magnificent view, too. So That looked really cool. That did, And we love the little before and after uh, clip, too, of Ashley <laughs> before that <laughs> and then the after. That was funny. It, it's amazing how... It, just that the, like I said before that juxtaposition of emotions where I was just so fearful and then afterwards I'm like let's do this again that was amazing so that was incredible yeah uh, what were were there any moments that didn't make the show that you want us to know about anything that may, uh, fell on the editing floor that you thought was should be in the show 
Yeah, I just think uh, some of the things that that you didn't get to see was just how much fun Ashley and I had. Mm-hmm. We were always laughing, always joking around. Um, I was kind of known as like the jokester on the like amongst the like the Everyone. whole production, yeah. And so like we we're always dancing and having fun with the locals, and um, we just had a blast. So um, yeah, definitely a lot of that was was not on the show but you know we understand it's only you know 60 to well 90 minute show on this this season i think the so. they they could make an entire series just of todd dancing <laughs> and goofing around so that that one uh scene in slovenia when i was like joking around about the two chains like that was me like all the time yeah so yeah. i mean that, that's his personality mm-hmm. he's and i will say there there were a lot of times where we just had the most um fun interactions with the locals uh i think in slovenia when we got lost we actually pulled over and we found another couple that they were they were from croatia and they were on a family road trip and we were bantering back and forth with him and i I was explaining the situation oh well can you believe my husband like he didn't listen to me now we're lost and he's like I'm going to have to take the side of your husband. And, and it was just it was <laughs> yeah. just so comical. And it was, you know, it was just a beautiful moment that, you know, we can be. Yeah. And we got into like a little dance party with the with the people in the Vietnamese market. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, little things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, looking back, would you change anything about the last leg? That's a great question. Mm, yes and no. It, I would have to go back a few legs before that. And the thing I would change would be to not miss the express pass. Mm. So that missing the express pass is the, I think, what did us in. Yeah. Um, that last leg, we ran it pretty decently, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, even mm-hmm. with the wreath, it looked like Ashley was taking a long time on the show. But in reality, we were just 15 minutes behind the team ahead of us. And the team that was behind us used the express pass. So if that was our express pass, that would have been us, like Robin, Corey. So yeah, I agree. Um, I, I don't think in that last race we would have been if we changed anything about that last leg, we'd probably still be in a better yeah. position because we really didn't make much mistakes. Yeah. Other than um pulling that number, you know. But like I said, I, I felt like we ran a very good last leg. It just was that yeah so linear and it was right. hard. There wasn't the challenges I would say that they weren't extremely difficult it was more of just like get it done and move on so i felt like there wasn't a lot of road um or barriers for other teams to maybe get tripped up on so yeah oh my gosh that's that is because we were watching it we're like wow that really took her a long time but to find out it was only 15 minutes that's pretty trippy how editing can make Mm -hmm. things look so long yeah Yeah, and you know what if robin and Corey didn't have that express pass we'd have been right there and it would have been like a battle for us and you probably would have got out there yeah it wouldn't have looked as like you were alone, right? Because but- right when we got there, I would say that um, as soon as I got to my wreath, Annalie had just finished. Then Greg was probably three minutes behind her, and then and we Garrett, asked, yeah. and Garrett was about a. And I asked everyone when, because I was standing to the side, I asked them they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, we we're here like 15 minutes before you, and then I was timing on my watch, and I think we left like 14, 15 minutes after. Hmm. Last team, yeah. you know, so we were right on, uh, right on pace, but we needed to make up time, and we we just There's didn't. There's no way yeah. for us to do it. Yeah, it really came down to a foot race for everyone this last episode. Mm-hmm. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, and the one thing that you didn't see either is uh, when we were jumping out of a plane, each person, each team jumped 15 minutes apart. So we, you drop out of a plane, and then the plane would do a big loop around the sky, and then drop out off the next group and do a 
you know, trip around again. And then, so, so we were like, we were already 15 minutes behind, um, fresh out of the, out of the airplane. So, so what team or like, what teams do you keep in contact with the most? Oh my goodness. All of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have a little group chat that we talk with probably daily. Um, I will say it's hard to just pick one. I, we, we, are constant in communication with them. Constantly. Yeah, we have an open uh, group chat going on, and uh, yeah, um, I I kind of go back and forth a little bit more with Liam and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I keep in touch with them; those are my my guys. So. And I'd say I I probably communicate with um, Andrea and Melina mm-hmm. um, a little more consistently than the other groups. But like I said, we're we're in constant communication. And we just saw Lena like what. Uh, lena a couple weeks yeah. ago so she came out and we had ice cream with uh, she met our our kids and all that so oh, that's su- cool. she's super awesome with, yeah she's super awesome with our kids and um it was really fun our daughter was way more excited to see lena than she was that we were even on the show yeah, yeah she was so <laughs> it's been amazing though talking with all of you before the season aired and just how well everyone gets along and everyone really is just pretty cool. And we've been watching this show and we feel bad when any team leaves because we've liked everyone that we've met mm-hmm. so far. It's been pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's good people, you know, everyone's super nice, super just fun and kind. And that's why I think we all got along on the show. Um, but don't get it twisted. We all wanted to beat each other too. So yeah. it was kind of a weird dichotomy of, uh, of of emotions <laughs> so what would you say was your favorite place to visit hands Ooh. down slovenia you think slovenia so? for me it was it, it it as it was as if we were had stepped inside a fairy tale like mm. a fairy tale land and everything just lo- didn't look real because it was just so beautiful and big like it was honestly yeah, it, the most beautiful place yeah it looked like a yeah like a disney princess movie yeah yeah <laughs> Um, now that 10 episodes have aired, how has the show changed your life, changed your life? Shoot. Um, I think it, it definitely changed our life in the fact that like we get noticed at like the supermarket and people would say good job and, and like people want to take pictures with us for the, for, for the Mm -hmm. time being. So it's really fun and we're enjoying it, but we know it's not going to last, you know, so we're enjoying it while it lasts and um yeah that's i think too a lot of people have um i would say have reached out to us and just kind of said that our story did resonate with them you know just being a married couple and having kids and you know just the i guess the the grind that it can be and that they were encouraged and you know so i think that's been that's been good to hear that you know stories like that aren't often shared yeah people yeah people have reached out to me uh through social media uh, privately and, and just talked about how like their marriage is kind of going through the same thing we did in the past and they're you know and so like it's a good it's a good opportunity for me to you know share some positivity and some uh, and just what worked for right, us, just worked know? for us yeah, yeah. So. That, that's been really exciting speaking of people reaching out to you how can fans keep up with you well, you could uh, you could uh, friend us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, what's our handles? My my handle is at Todd underscore Martin thirty three, and then we have mine's just Miss uh, Miss Ashley Martin, and then Ms. our Ashley. our team our team account too. It's just Todd and Ashley. Todd and Ashley, and then also we have a uh, a YouTube recap uh, channel 
Yeah, we like to share all the what what didn't get aired. So we 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 kind of dive in a little deeper on Todd's dancing skills and, yeah. and uh, you know, so that that's been fun to it's, do. Yeah, it gets a little wild. So check us out on uh, on YouTube, our YouTube channel. Okay, it's uh, it's pretty fun. Can you give us a little bit of what was shared in your show, so so people can follow you over there from here? For instance, the whole fifteen minutes of skydiving right and like how we fell behind and then also the the train where it has us it shows us running down um you know for the subway on this last one it looks like we're really close to steve and anna lee Mm -hmm. which i don't think we really were i think we were about 10 15 minutes behind Mm. um but then again i mean we missed the train by three seconds and we had to wait 10 minutes and then when we got into the 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 uh pit stop we learned that we were only 15 minutes behind. So, right. I mean, we maybe possibly could have caught up to Steven and Annalie yeah. if, if we made that train. But we're also going to talk about how the other teams got royally lost. <laughs> and like, yes. I was just kind of shocked after watching that show. I'm like, we watched the show. And I, at, at one point I was like, I kind of felt like, well, maybe we do have a chance to catch up, even though I knew I knew the ending. But I was kind of <laughs> shocked how lost that they got. You know, Todd and I, we it was just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's little stuff like that. Like if you go back to the episode where we're in Slovenia, where Andrea and uh, Milena went out, went out, right? Slovenia. Was that Slovenia or was that where was you that? Mean Lena Morgan. No. Uh, oh, Germany. Germany. When we're in Germany and they they got out, like they got really lost. But there was a portion where all the teams got lost. Yeah. And we were all in the forest, driving around the forest. And Ashley was driving, and we almost got hit by this giant bus. The bus oh. was going like. 80 miles an hour. Oh my gosh. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, um, and after that, that's why you see me driving the rest of the race. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, that's the kind of little stuff we talk about. Nice. And what is the name of the recap called again? Ashley? I think it's Todd and Ashley all day. Todd and Ashley, okay. And it's on yeah. YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Okay, yeah. great. So, we, if everyone's listening, they can check it out. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you guys for joining our show. Thank we didn't you. want to take too much of your time. We know that you're in between a lot of interviews this weekend. Thank um, you. But thank you so much and have fun Absolutely. recapping on your own show. And it's been great to meet you guys. We've been so fortunate. Thank you so much. We appreciate you guys. And we always love listening. So keep it up. Yeah. Keep up this podcast. <laughs> this is awesome. We listen to it. So yeah. Our kids love it too. Yeah. So. Oh, good. So thank you for what you guys do. Thank, thank you. you. All right, guys. All take right. care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.